It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On uh, Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Today's episode going to be a good one, as they always are. Who are we kidding, right? But it's brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. That's right. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts or car or truck will ever, ever, ever need at rockauto.com. Go and find them. Go see them now. They are looking for you, rockauto.com. All right, so let's get to it. Coming up on today's show, you guys are going to hear from Reuben Foster for the first time since he joined the then Washington Redskins, now the Washington football team, as he has been, of course, activated off a pup for the last week and a half. Uh, This Tuesday edition, as I record this late afternoon, uh, we were allowed as reporters out to uh, the former, I guess, Redskins Park, now the Inova, just, I mean, it's it's been the Inova Sports Performance Center um, for the last couple of years as a corporate sponsorship, but now that's about the only name we can call it, right, because it's not going to be Washington Football Team Park, I, and tell you that. It's where the Washington football team practices, and Ashburn, uh, Virginia, and Reuben Foster was basically running with the threes uh, as they try and slowly work him back in to the mix in terms of team activities. Remember, in late January, he couldn't even, or he was just starting to feel his toes. So let's give him some time. No preseason games, not that he would have probably played the first game anyway, but give him some time, slowly work him in, gradually work him in. Um, This is what you do with serious injuries, right? is you don't throw them to the wolves, you gradually kind of upgrade them, and you carefully do it. They did this with Bryce Love in the conditioning period when they cleared him at the beginning of training camp. Uh, Even though there were no team practices, they gradually, gradually, gradually got to watch him. And Ron Rivera said on Tuesday morning that he's still watching him closely, uh, just to make sure. Same thing for Alex Smith. Now, Reuben Foster, who, of course, was activated off a pup a week before Alex Smith, Reuben Foster is, again, participating in full-team 11-on-11 drills, even though, again, he's mostly running with the third team. Alex Smith is only doing, at this point, 7-on-7 and individuals. So, you know, there's some to take from Alex Smith, quite honestly, But until it's really in a team, team, team setting, an 11-on-11, and guys are going mostly full speed with the pads on, and even though there's no contact to the quarterback, you know, there's trash all around, and he's going to have to flush out a pressure and move around, and that's what they're looking for. But they don't want to throw him to the wolves right away. We told you on the last episode, spoke to a source late Sunday night that had seen his first practice uh, and the way it was described to me was, you know, he was doing good, making progress, but that they were going to ease him into team activities. 
And that's exactly what I saw on Tuesday morning. Again, he participated in individuals. He participated in seven-on-sevens, and he looked good doing it. Uh, He looked a little bit stiff or awkward in some of his drops and transitions that I was able to see. And again, that's from, you know, a naked trained eye. I'm not a quarterback's coach. I'm not a quarterback's mechanics type guy. But it looked like, as you would kind of expect, there was a little bit of a gate there. A little bit. Just feeling it out and getting back. What else do you expect? The guy had a catastrophic injury 18 months ago today, Tuesday, August the 18th. 18 months ago, exactly. November 18th, 2018. So it's been 21 months today, 17 surgeries later, and one freaking hell of a comeback. He dialed up a 35-ish yard pass, deep far sideline to Darvin Kidsey Jr. uh, that I was able to see. Dropped it right in the bucket. Excellent throw. Probably the best throw of the day. And Alex also, again, while not participating in full team drills, was... Looked like throwing with good velocity, good timing, good rhythm. Not bad, considering how much work he's obviously done on his own, but now in a little bit more of a team setting. And maybe at some point, maybe next week, I doubt we'll see it on Wednesday or Thursday, maybe over the weekend, we see him back in team drills. Full team drills. All right, so here's a couple of things that I took away from this particular practice. Number one, in terms of lining things up, the starting offensive line on Tuesday, at least, for the number ones was Jaron Christian at left tackle. Um, it was Wes Martin, uh, Wes Martin at left guard, the rookie from last year. Uh, not Wes Schweitzer, who was brought in as a free agent. Wes Martin. And then Chase Rulier, Brandon Sheriff, Morgan Moses. Now, Ron Rivera said after practice that could change. Also, Sadiq Charles did not practice. He's dealing with a minor injury. Ron did not get specific. Uh, said he really didn't want to talk about injuries. Said he doesn't really owe us you know, any explanations or injuries or things that might compromise um them and maybe give an advantage to an opponent. I mean, I think that's a little over the top if if we're being totally honest. But then he basically went on to say, oh, look, you know, they're dealing with minor injuries. Uh, and Sadiq Charles and Ryan Anderson uh, would be back, you know, he was hoping in a day or two. So we will see if those guys are back for practice. But uh, clearly, at least for one day, Jaron Christian was the starting left tackle. Now, that doesn't mean that if Sadiq Charles was healthy, that he definitely would be. But that's what the way I expected it anyway. And maybe I was wrong for expecting it this way. So that didn't surprise me. As a matter of fact, I didn't notice that Sadiq Charles wasn't even at practice until about halfway through. To be honest with you, there's just so many bodies going in all sorts of different directions. They split the field. They work in different tiers and pot. You know, there's a lot going on. So I didn't even notice it at first until somebody pointed it out to me. Um, so that's how the first team offensive line looked. The first team defensive line was Ionitis and 
Jonathan Allen inside with Ryan Kerrigan and Montez Sweat. On the outside, Chase Young and Deron Payne worked with the second tier or the second group. Now, again, that doesn't mean that they won't start. That doesn't mean, and Ron Rivera pointed this out, that doesn't mean that they won't have a different pairing or a different combination uh, tomorrow or Thursday or Saturday or Sunday when we're out there uh, out at the team facility. They are going to mix and match and find what they think works the best combination, the best unit, so you should see some substitutions along the way. Troy Apke was the starting free safety paired with Landon Collins, so that was a little bit interesting over Sean Davis, who's still coming back, but again, has been fully cleared. Um, Maybe just kind of still getting his feet wet a little bit. Uh, As well, the starting defensive backs were generally Ronald Darby on one side and then kind of a mix on the other side between Fabian Moreau. I saw him a lot early and looked like he was very impressive. Uh, Saw Aaron Colvin with a big pass breakup, uh, the longtime veteran, uh, and as well saw Jimmy Moreland out on that right side with Kendall Fuller in the slot. So that was basically a mix and match on the right side. Ronald Darby, for the most part, on the left side uh, and pretty exclusively based on what I saw. I don't want to say I saw every snap by any means, just telling you what I saw. Uh, And as well, the starting linebackers, especially when Washington went to a nickel, was meaning they take a linebacker out. Uh, Some teams take a defensive lineman out. Some teams, you know, take a linebacker out. Washington's going to take linebackers out because their defensive line is so good uh, and so deep. They're, for the most part, going to always yank out a a linebacker, but it was Kevin Pierre-Lewis and as well John Bostic when they went nickel with the first-team defense. And, of course, nickel, you know, five defensive backs. Everybody kind of knows that. Uh, So that's kind of how they lined up. Dwayne Haskins was, of course, the number one. Kyle Allen, of course, number two. Alex Smith not participating in team drills. I didn't see a lot out of the running backs. I know Antonio Gibson uh, made a mistake on a little shift and an adjustment that Alex Smith was frustrated about uh, and that Ron Rivera clearly was frustrated about. And the coaching staff said, start it again, do it again. And then Ron Rivera, at the end of the practice, chewed out his – Uh, you know, in front of everybody, the entire team, uh, you know, chewed out largely those mistakes, uh, the lineup mistakes, the non-down and distance mistakes. He said, get in your playbook. And he reminded the media of that as well. So he wasn't just saying that and then saying everything was la-di-da. He wanted to make sure that message was out in the media. So that was interesting. Um, Was there anybody else that jumped out to me that looked really good. I would say Jordan Brelford, uh, who was drafted in the seventh round a year plus ago, uh, looked pretty good. I-, I didn't think Chase Young looked tremendous or anything special, you know, for one practice, for whatever that's worth. Um, you know, one time he got swallowed up by Jaron Christian. One time uh, he tried an inside, you know, kind of bull rush and swim move, Uh, not a swim move, but more an inside rush move. Uh, And he got a little penetration, but then Wes Martin picked him up and for the most part held him off. There was one time where I saw him fake a rush and line up and and make like he was coming in and then drop out into a zone drop, uh, which is probably going to drive Washington fans nuts uh, if they see that. But that's, you know, again, one practice and one particular rep. In terms of guys that looked good, uh, again, you know, I mentioned that a bunch of the defensive backs, Moreau, 
uh, and Moreland uh, and Aaron Colvin with nice breakups. Mentioned Brailford. Uh, Kyle Allen, you know, look, he didn't. it's not like he wowed you as a quarterback, but certainly you can see some mobility there. There is no doubt about that. Montez Sweat looked like he had a pretty good practice. He went around Morgan Moses easily a couple of times in one-on-ones. Um, um, let's see. Um, Jeremy Sprinkle did a pretty good job, uh, according to my notes, against Ryan Kerrigan. A lot goes on at these practices, so you try and write as many things uh, down as you can. Um, you know, again, I, I would say there was, you know, the receivers were a little up and down. Uh, there were some nice catches and, you know, some some – you know, I didn't think Dwayne Haskins helped them out a, a whole lot. He was high, he was wide, he was inaccurate. But Ron Rivera said after the practice, look, about any quarterback, I just want them to make the right reads, the right decisions. We'll get the accuracy. It's about making the right reads. One thing I did notice uh, that they, you know, did that I don't remember from previous training camp practices, and maybe it's just I'm not remembering it, is, you know, you hear them shouting out, hey, run this, and I don't want to give away their play calls, man, man, or, you know, say zone, you know. So they're they're trying to present different looks to what they want these guys to go through, whether it be in individuals or seven-on-sevens or what have you. All right, so that's basically a general synopsis practice report from Tuesday, August 18th, uh, out at the Inova Sports Performance Center in Ashburn, Virginia. First time reporters have been out there since Ron Rivera's press conference, first practice of the year that we've been able to see. We'll be out there Wednesday, Thursday, and I believe Saturday and Sunday as well, so we'll have all of that covered for you as we actually have some real football. And if you want more coverage and video and stories and all that uh, please 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 go check out washington football on si.com when we return right here on the locked on washington football team podcast we will listen in on reuben foster we mentioned where he was running on tuesday we spoke to him over the weekend for the first time since he became a member of the Washington football franchise. How about that? That's coming up next, part one of two, with Reuben Foster in just a flash. Guys, I'm Chris Russell for our friends at rockauto.com. No matter what your make or model is, a Fiat, a Kia, I just bought a brand new Kia uh, Forte LXS, I believe it is. Whatever model, again, Pacifica and XT5, if you got what I've got, people People say it's a sporty looking car, whatever that means. If you need a part, minor or major, big or small, a fuel pump, um, you know, an accessory, new carpets, whatever you might need, don't go to those big auto part superstores where you're going to pay for their overhead, right? You know, these buildings cost a lot of money to build or to rent, uh, employees, electricity, all of that stuff. At rockauto.com, they don't have a big building, right? They're a digital website. You can order from your own couch, your own kitchen table, your own phone, wherever you might be, the office, at home, whatever time of day, 24-7. You don't have to go when they're open. They're always open at rockauto.com. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and again, even new carpet for all that coffee that you probably spilled or if your kid spilled like a Fanta orange soda, which happens in my car 
all the time. RockAuto.com will give you the best and reliably low prices for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why? Because they don't discriminate. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at RockAuto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're back on the Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. Let's get right out to Reuben Foster meeting with the media for the first time since being claimed by Bruce Allen and the then Redskins in late November 2018. Reuben, can you just describe what it feels like to get back on the field after everything you've been through over the last two years and, you know, go through a full practice with this team? Uh, it's it's kind of um, nerve wracking, but um, I'm just happy to be out on the field, just with the guys, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and just really playing football again. Was there a point, like I, I know there was a time when you lost feeling in your toes. Did you ever worry that a you wouldn't regain that feeling, but be you know your career might be over at that point? Yeah, it's it's still go through my um uh, my mind, but. Hey, I always try to keep a positive, you know, mindset and, and a great direction of, of focus on just what's ahead of me and in front of me, too. So I really don't try to worry about that. I, I just know to fight and always fight and keep fighting and pushing. So that's all I really can do. Hey, Ruben, um, when they brought you in, and I know the group that brought you in initially isn't the group that's here now, but what was that discussion like and, and what did you tell them about and kind of your desire to play and uh, everything you had been through legally? Um, everything I've, I've been through and trying to get back on the field, I just want to play football again. Yeah, my passion speaks for itself on the field, like, like my gameplay. But, you know, I just had to. You knew a lot of the guys here from, from college. Um, what, you know, how did they help you out, take you under their wing, and uh, kind of welcome you in? They helped me keep my sanity. Um, and my guys just helped me just laugh it through play it through, you know, keep my focus and really down-to-earth genuine guys, bro. Genuine guys from Ryan and all of them. I wouldn't just keep naming players, but all my guys, really. Like, all, all my guys. Like, even the Washington football team, they did a great job of just, you know, taking extra precautions to process and all that and doing what they need to do. Once they did it, man, they just opened me with full, full arms, and I really thank them for that. When you're out on the field, when you when you go through that first practice, kind of what are you, you know, thinking about or looking at, hey, this feels like it, it used to, I want to, you know, make sure I get better here. What, what was that kind of like and what were you focusing on at practice? Uh, I was focusing on my leg and focusing on, like, my first day of practice, really, like, and I was happy on it, like, I was happy about it, but it just, I was focusing on my leg and, like, dang, am I the same again or am I the Will I ever be the same or will I ever, you know what I'm saying, be that type of caliber guy? Like, you know, but I'm, I, I'm going to be thinking to the point that it's going to stop my playing, my play style or whatever. I just got to get confident, confidence out there. 
moving John Kime, ESPN. Um, I'm just curious with, with the trouble, the, the legal troubles that you had to go through, what did you learn from having gone through those situations? Uh, I respect your answer too, man. Um, I learned a lot, you know, just to answer that. But um, right now I'm not even worrying about all that is in a review. I'm keeping the review. I'm looking to the future and trying to look on the better things and get back on that field. Absolutely. I understand that along with that. So what have you just, even in the last year and a half, have you made changes in your life to make sure that, you know, whether health or anything that going forward, you can become the player that you would hope to be coming out? Well, I learned how to cook and cook healthy for, for myself. So I, that's a, that's a plus and just, just being myself and really just, Stay focused, dog, and you know, just keep a narrow road and 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 keep them blinders on what a, what a horse got have on, and just stay focused. Thank you. Hey, Ruben, Les Carpenter at the Washington Post. Um, you know, after when you left San Francisco, a lot was said publicly about you, and there was a lot of certainly reputation had kind of been cemented by the arrests and the things. Did you recognize that person? Was that who you felt that you were? Or kind of was there a perception out there that you didn't think was necessarily you? Bro, to know Ruben is to love Ruben. That's all I have to say. And, you know, and, you know, I love myself. And I always keep myself happy. And uh, that's, that's, that's all I have to say for that question, Bob. You know, a lot of the, uh, the guys I've talked to from your teammates that were with you at Alabama and even, you know, other coaches and things have always said that you were the leader type that that's something that you could be, you know, in the locker room and out. Have you been able to be that? I know you've been hurt, but I've gotten a sense that you kind of have that. Have you been able to do that a little bit here? I'm kind of rusty right now um, far as of trying to be that part, trying to put myself in everybody's shoes and trying to be that leadership of trying to be vulnerable and humble and, you know what I'm saying, let everybody be a big dog over me, you know, a big, you know, a leader over me because, you know, I'm a person that will listen. And I'm a person that will, will welcome you open arms and shit or stuff. Hey, hey uh, Ruben, uh, Ben Standing with The Athletic. Um, the, the coaches have talked a lot about flexibility uh, with, all, with all positions, but including linebacker, the ability to play, seeing you guys play in different spots. But I'm just curious for you as you're coming back, what do, what do you envision yourself? Where do you think you're potentially most effective uh, within the linebacking group? Um, well, I need to work, work more on, you know, certain things that, you know, I don't want to talk about right now because I don't want the opponents to use it against me. And, but I'm still a thumper. I'm still a um, hard hitter. Um, I just got to be confident in my play style and my plays and all that. And then everything will come. And in terms of maybe not giving some things away, I'm just curious in terms of physically, obviously you said you're still getting confidence in the knee, but what are some of the things that you still need to, to work on in terms of being able to be on the field, lateral quickness or, you know, rushing the pass or whatever it may be? What are some of the things like physically you think you're still kind of working towards? Confidence. And I won't be able to do none of those things without confidence. I promise you I won't. <laughs> All right. And that's Ruben Foster coming up. 
part two of his chat with the media on his comeback and everything that he's had to deal with. And certainly he put himself in some very, very, very difficult situations. But sometimes you just need a change of scenery. And it looks like it looks like he's got one. Ruben Foster, more with him next. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we continue along right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Ruben Foster. Uh, Ruben, I'm just curious, what is it like after everything that's happened for you since Washington claimed you to be back on the field, coming you know, through the firestorm of getting claimed and then getting injured, and now you're back out there, new staff. What's it like to be out there, and, and how, how are you feeling? It's, it's weird. It's weird, but – and of course, it got two years. I put in the game for two years. Of course, it's gonna be weird. But I'm always for a challenge. I'm up for any challenge, any and every challenge. And I'm not. When it comes to the football, I'm not gonna, you know, what I'm saying, play baby steps. I'm, I'm, I'm taking big steps when it when it comes to football. And it was weird coming into it. Ron said you and he had a talk, and it was an important talk. I'm just curious what your relationship is like with the head coach? Man, I trust him a lot. He got my trust, and he got my dedication, and I just think he's a real stand-up guy, trustworthy guy, a real hard-nosed. Don't, he don't play the game. He don't, he, don't, he don't play favoritism, you know. He don't show that, but I, I like that about him. So, hey, I'm, I'm a guy who hears the, hear the work and loves work and love to play football. He's the type of guy that loved to play football. And he was a linebacker back in the day. So they, they give us connection too. there too. Thank you very much. Hey, Ruben, uh, Matt Paris from the Washington Times here. I was just curious, what kind of role did Malcolm Blacken play um, for you? Did you guys have any conversations? I know he's like a development guy. Um, did he kind of take you under his wing at all? Or what was kind of his role? Yeah, Black Black took um, me under his wing. He he showed me the way. He showed me like stuff that I was lacking and helped and guide me in a certain path. Like I wouldn't say a certain religion. He gave me certain things that I you know I should recommend, and I found my way toward with with Black. You know, with the help of Black, and you know Black just give me advice. And when you're hearing that advice, like, is it, is it easy? Like, is it easy to pick up and then just go do, or does it take you a little bit to learn? Like, how do you kind of adjust to what you're kind of hearing, what they want you to do? It's taking it's taking me some time to learn and and, 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 and get to it, but it's, it's not going to take me a long time to to get it. I'm a, I'm gonna be consistent and try to get it down pat. But I've been out for two years and. You know, it's it's kind of hard. It's bro, it's hard, and and I'm not I'm not saying it is it, easy, but you know, like I, I only know the pain. And certain people know the, what I'm going to, through too with the injury and all that, but I just know that I gotta just keep fighting for it, keep pushing. Now, 
when you're talking about the pain and the journey you've been on in in your mind what is the ultimate end goal what have you been working toward these past couple of years just been working hard to get back on the field character wise just to you know you know my, my character put my character out there you know display my character if you want to say it like that um my personality um staying focused and staying sane and and what allowed you through this arduous process to stay focused and stay sane we heard from steve russ that you've been on zoom muting yourself and going through calls how do you kind of maintain that mental dedication after uh being away from the field for so long what's been pushing you there i i, I don't i don't i really don't know but if i had to say in my own perspective it's just going back to what where i like i'm I'm comfortable, but I'm I'm uncomfortable at the environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to go back to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, I'm, I'm my focus is just so powerful right now. Like, I'm not trying to fall back. I'm trying to step forward. Like, uh, it's scary when you when you go back and you see everything going down, bro. It's scary. Real scary. Hey Ruben, it's Jared Bell from USA Today. So cooking, what what have you been cooking, man? You talk. Oh man, you know I've been cooking up a little salmon, a little little, little rack of ribs. You know what I'm saying? A little rack of lamb. You know, if you want some, if you want some all uh, swordfish, we can get some swordfish in there too if you want it. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been doing like a little thing, little, little little everything. You know, baking fish, frying fish. You know, um, you know, baking swordfish. But I probably do like swordfish probably. Five times, well, well, five, well, not five times, five times without the week, like the, the whole, you know, week. And then probably one day out that week, I probably do a, a set of, of meat. I've grown, I've grown a lot. Just being humble, vulnerable, um, you know, understanding for a lot of things, you know, of, of life, you know, real understanding of life. Um, but it's just, you know, like it's it's stuff that I can't really ex- explain. Really, I I really I can't explain, and and it's hard to explain. Not saying I can't explain, but it's hard to explain. But I just know that my drive to get back on that field was insanely. I was crazy for this game. I I I felt like God put me like right here and just dropped like this this the this the football child. You know, like <laughs> like for real. Like I love this game. Never, never take it for granted from men. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Good luck with it all. If Reuben Foster, if, when Reuben Foster is back to being Reuben Foster the way you were before the injury, can this defense and can you make it, help make it dominant? Or do you think, like, you have to see yourself for a long period of time before you know that you're back? I say just not me. As a like a one man army, but like shoot, we got eleven guys, and eleven guys after that that's on backup, just ready to come come knock some some stuff loose, you know. So it's just like if we all can just buy in and just play our part, form our own land, bro. We we got this. Like even with me with a bad wheel, <laughs> we got this. Like I promise you, <laughs> if we just buy in, we got this. I, I promise you. 
And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast for another edition. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. You can always email me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. That's russellmania09 at gmail.com. Or you can follow the podcast at Locked On WFT Pod. Locked um, WFT Pod is a way to interact. Uh, and as well, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Russellmania621. At Locked WFT Pod. I think I threw an on in there. At Locked WFT Pod. And me individually at Russellmania621. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.